Hello and welcome to a special mini episode of the More From Law podcast. This instalment of the seven-part Flex Practice Area podcast series covers everything you need to know about corporate with Josephine Carver. We'll discuss what this practice area is all about, the average day-to-day task of a trainee or paralegal, and what personalities and working styles it is best suited to. This podcast mini-series is brought to you by Flex, an online platform that provides a number of short and long-term paralegal opportunities across a number of sectors. Upload your CV and register in under 60 seconds to get access to hundreds of flexible paralegal opportunities and gain real-world commercial experience to help further your career. Simply head to the link in this episode's description to sign up today. So hi Josephine, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hi, it's nice to be here. It's a pleasure. And I must admit, this is going to be a really topical episode for me as someone who's just started their training contract and is going through the sort of first few sways of learning about all these different practice areas uh, that, that you can find within at least commercial law firm, let alone any other. Um, it's going to be really insightful to have someone with your experience um, to discuss the world of, of corporate uh, practice and what that sort of involves uh, and everything else. So I guess a really good sort of introductory question is for people who haven't met you, what's your sort of background today and your sort of experience within this practice area in this given field? So um, I did a law degree at the University of Leicester. I graduated Mm -hmm. last year. um, And then since then, I've been working as a corporate paralegal. Um, I have a training contract. So I was just doing temp work, really. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did focus on corporate law as my chosen area. Yeah, no, fantastic. Uh, So I guess if you could break it down into what you would describe this sort of corporate practice area um, as being like, yeah. you know, if there's any comparisons to, say, earlier stages of a legal career, like your LLB degree or anything else that you sort of experienced before, what would you say are the sort of core components of what makes corporate corporate? So um, I'd say corporate law involves general corporate matters. It can cover a range of areas. So mm-hmm. um, like the incorporation of companies, directors, shareholders' rights, articles of association, board meetings, that sort of thing. Um, So it is quite a wide area, but I'd say a corporate lawyer or paralegal generally works on mergers and acquisitions. Mm -hmm. Um, A merger is when two separate entities combine to create a new organisation, whereas an acquisition refers to the takeover of one company by another. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was, that's generally the kind of things that I dealt with um, in my roles uh, as a corporate paralegal. And I guess in terms of what that looks like on a sort of day-to-day basis, um, I think a lot of people love watching like these kind of day-in-the-life videos and <laughs> hearing from lawyers personally about what they actually do because, um, you know, you might experience or have heard of, say, mergers before in a textbook or just from another person. But in terms of your sort of average day-to-day and the tasks you were doing, um, what was your sort of average workload like and how, and how did that kind of play out over, say, a day or even a week-long basis? Yeah, so um, my day-to-day process and, and work probably varied quite a lot I'd say um no day is it is the same exactly um because in my role um as a corporate paralegal I was working at a company called Navistar Legal mm-hmm. I saw the whole process of the deal um through so from the start when you're gathering information about the target company um to the due diligence stage where you're looking um to find out everything you can about a company um more than that's more than what is listed at company's house um, through to the closing documents and the completion. Um, So a lot of my work I found is document management. Um, So what I found really interesting is the closing document stage. Mm -hmm. So it's when you're dealing with things like um, the shareholder purchase agreement, the SBA, um, 
the letters of resignation, if any directors are resigning from the company. And then if so, there's often a consultancy agreement where one of the directors will be kept on in a consultancy capacity. Mm-hmm. And then once you've um, completed all these documents, all the parties have signed them, you compile a document Bible, which is basically just a collection of all the documents um, together for, for completing the deal. Mm. I'd say um, most of the knowledge I had before about corporate law was from studying company law at university. Mm-hmm. Um, I studied contract law in my first year and found that really interesting. Um, so that was why I opted to study company law as an optional module. And I'd say that module is the most similar um to the practice area of corporate law mm-hmm. um, because you th- study things like director's duties, incorporation of a company, shareholders' rights, all, all those good things that are applicable to the practice area. But I would say there's definitely lots of things that you do just have to learn on the job, like mm-hmm. the practical tasks. Um, you know, I remember someone referring to the document Bible when I was working in my first role and I was thinking, they actually talking about the Bible? (laughs) (laughs) But it's just things like that that you pick up on the job. Um, But I I would definitely recommend the practice area. I find it really, really interesting. Um, And if you are someone who enjoyed contract law, company law, even commercial law at university, it's something that I'd um, recommend looking into as an area. And and I guess, how did it sort of fit together with the rest of the departments in the firm you're working for? So, you know, vast majority of lawyers I talk to say you know you, you might need to liaise with other departments who are perhaps more specialist in other areas or that yeah. you know, a deal as a whole will have many components and each department will do one part of it how did corporate sort of fit into uh, the jigsaw of, of everything that the law firm is doing on, on a business perspective um so I suppose it depends on the type of law firm that you're working at um mm-hmm. where I was working at Navistar Legal recently it just dealt with corporate matters and mm-hmm. um, well that's what I solely did um, but when I was working at another law firm in London, they did have, it was a bigger practice. So they had a litigation team, an employment team, um, immigration, all of those kind of areas. And um, when you are working at a bigger firm, you do find that you li- liaise with those departments more. So um, in one case, uh, in one, yeah, one case, I'd say that we were dealing with, um, there was a dispute about the directors, um, like an ongoing litigation dispute. So you had to get the employment team in to look at the employment contracts as their mm-hmm. experts. Um, and then also the litigation team because um, it was a litigious issue. So we did need that assistance. So um, I'd say corporate is sort of one piece of the puzzle. Um, mm-hmm. And especially when you're working at a bigger firm that deals with um more high value um clients as such it is um it is more important to liaise with those different departments and i guess on that basis of everything we've we've talked about and obviously corporate is mostly transactional in nature versus um perhaps more other litigious uh, departments and focuses would you say there's a type of individual uh, who is sort of best suited to this style of work or that would sort of most well fit in or kind of hit the ground running when it came to to this specific practice area yeah so i'd say um you need to be level-headed. I think that's really important mm-hmm. because it is quite high-pressured um, and quite far, fast-paced, I'd say. It does vary, as I said, from day to day. Sometimes you'll be 
um, really quiet if you're just doing, um, you know, some cases, uh, some tasks at the start of the deal, you know, looking into um, the due diligence, looking at the insolvency register, doing those kind of searches as um, in contrast to at the end of the deal when you need to get all of the documents signed by 5pm that day and you have a strict deadline to adhere to. So I'd say it's really important that you're able to work under pressure um, and be able to stay calm and level-headed because it is fast-paced. I'd also say it's really important to have strong attention to detail and that is um, generally a skill that I'd say all law students will have. Um, But it is so important. I often found when you're going through the closing documents, there may be like 50 or 60 documents to deal with. And if mm-hmm. one party's name is spelt incorrectly on one document, it's, it's important. You need to correct that. So you need to be aware of those sorts of things, any typos. A lot of my work that I found is reviewing documents for any typos or grammar mistakes, things like that, because mm. they are so important. Um, finally, I'd say communication is really important. In my role, I found that I had to liaise with the clients and the lawyers on the other side of the deal quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to build up a good working relationship with them. What I found actually in um, at the moment is everything's online now because everyone's working from home. So when we were dealing with the closing documents, the signatures, everything had to be done on online so I was using Adobe sign and a lot of the parties often haven't used that before so you have to um you have to be able to communicate with them and explain it in a coherent and easy way for them mm-hmm. to understand um because obviously if you didn't use it in your business capacity or you hadn't uh completed a similar deal before then you wouldn't have used it so it's just things like that you should be able to talk to people easily on the phone I know some people say they don't like speaking on the phone, but it is something I have to do Mm. most days, pretty much every day, actually. (laughs) So um, those sort of things are really important. Absolutely. And I guess finally, just what is your sort of advice to people? The application site season is coming up at the time you record this and uh, obviously slightly different and strange circumstances. What's your sort of general advice for people listening who are perhaps wanting to learn more about the corporate world or trying to sort of secure more experience or just your sort of general tips for for getting through interviews and applications and and everything else? Yeah, so I'd say um, at the moment, I understand things are really different. Um, You know, you might have had an internship cancelled because of COVID and so on, but there are lots of opportunities online. Um, Even though I had my training contract, I completed a couple of the virtual vacation schemes on Inside Sherpa. Mm-hmm. Um, I did one with Linklaters and one with White and Case, and they're really good for um, giving you some exposure to the type of area that you're interested in um, and the type of work you'll be dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's beneficial to anyone at any stage, I'd say, because it just gives you a broader understanding. And then if you are applying to that firm, I think it looks really good to say, you know, I really enjoyed doing your virtual vacation scheme or your virtual internship and doing X, Y, and Z, um, because it shows that you've actually made an effort to learn more about that firm and mm. demonstrate your interest, really. No, fantastic. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on and for sharing your insights into both the corporate world and everything else sort of outside of it as well, applications. Um, it was a real pleasure to speak with you. Where can people go to sort of learn more about yourself and, and some of the things we've, we've talked about today? 
yeah, so um, my name is Josephine Carver and feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn and I'd be happy to share application tips because I know it is such a long process. Um, mm -hmm. But I'd say best of luck to everyone. You will get there in the end. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Josephine. It was a pleasure to speak with you. Thanks again. Thanks, Harry. Thanks so much for listening to this edition of the More From Law podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please rate it five stars on the iTunes store and follow the show on your podcast platform of choice. It really helps the show reach more listeners. If you're looking for more tips, resources and guides, you can visit my website www.harryclarklaw.com where you can also sign up to my newsletter and stay up to date with everything that I'm up to. For now though, I'll see you in the next episode of More From Law.